Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, folks. Yeah, that's right. I am hot on the mic coming in. This is Josh. I am joined by Ryan. Hey, what is up? up? We're here. We're doing it. I haven't been on in a bit. You get another Elaine and Kramer episode in the in the can. Yep. Um, Oh, dude. uh, Because someone decided. Oh, I gotta go to the lake for two days because you know. My high blood pressure needed uh, more alcohol and sun, um, and Tom. So he's gonna yeah. he's gonna die of alcohol poisoning and alcohol never... and sun poisoning. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking done. But every honest, I swear to God, every time I don't take two takes at a picture, like he sends with him and Tyler, I always think he's with some hot broad. You know, like, I'm like, whoa, who's the sexy? Oh, that's just, that's Tyler. Tyler's sexy yeah. no matter what the gender is. Tyler is, Tyler's just sexy. Just sexy yeah, beast. He's got, like, he's got that, like, David Bowie kind of quality about him where, you know, it's like, is it a guy? Is it a gal? I don't know. But it's, there's a hole and a hole's a hole's a hole. He's got smooth know? skin. Just soft looking skin. Oh, you yeah. Know? Bronze, Ooh. even. Oh, shit. God. Um, he's a rock star. Um, he, you know, yeah, he's a total package. And then you have Tom, who is looking more like a pedophile every day by having a mustache now. He's going full mustache. The time you can barely notice it, but it's there. You know, it's like, and he's sunburnt, like he's been hanging out in parks, just watching kids all week. You know, (laughs) wearing like minimal clothing. You know, the guy. What are you gonna do? Hey. Hey, there's no Toys R Us, but you can come play over here with my giraffe. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's Tom's um, pickup line. Yeah, and the thing is, I you know we both drive Toyota Camrys, and I feel like Tom is notable enough with his personality that like if he just you know happens to show up and start watching kids like a st- in like a stakeout in his Camry. He like he's going to give us Camry owners a bad name. And the thing is, I walk in a lot of public parks. If I am seen showing up at a park to go on my weekly or sorry, my nightly walk, and I'm in a Camry, people are going to start profiling me. And the, the, this all starts because he has a mustache, I realize. <laughs> the to- I like the Toyota Camry as the new like pedophile van. Well, here's the thing, you know, it's America's most popular car. Um, So, and what's uh, America's most popular export? That's right. Children. Pornography. Oh, yeah. That too. Um, So, what are you going to do? But. Someday when I visit Little St. James and the driver pulls up in a Toyota Camry, I'll be like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> we should st- we should go back and watch like every single episode of like Dateline NBC and just see what car the guys pull up in whenever they like run out of the house. Like what's in the driveway? <laughs> if it's a you know, if it's a middle class um, economy sedan that can has a large trunk and can comfortably seat 5 that also is reliable, um, I I'm, I'd be terrified. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of the. I'm afraid of the precedent it is setting. Just um, somebody getting pulled over. I'm not a pedophile. This is a Honda Accord, yeah. a totally different car. <laughs> this is totally different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, shit. Mm. All right. Well, what's there to talk about? I mean, the Cardinals uh, still suck. Um, 
but we're they're getting a I, nice week of rest. I like that the that people are starting like real people are starting to turn on John Mazalock. I feel yeah. like there's been some bad press that like that has started to kind of be maybe it's time to have a change of the guard. Somebody wrote some some journo from the Post Dispatch wrote an article that was like maybe he actually sucks and like have listed all the reasons why John Mazalock might suck. Um Oh, is yeah. it that post that was about like every free agent signing above five million since like twenty fifteen? How bad they've all been. There was that post too, but like I think Ben Fredrickson wrote the article, but it was like it. Ben Fredrickson wrote an article, and then uh, Bernie Miklas has been, you know, saying anything he wants to about John Mazalock. Basically, just been like it's been. Treading water, and for the last decade, this team has like been ready to burst the seams, and it's finally happened this year. Um, that's basically the Bernie doesn't give a fuck. No, like, Kyle Reese is going off too. I mean, yeah. the, I mean, Kyle it doesn't isn't one to shy from like you know being critical, but. He's actually like I, I I can see you know when you're unloading like a thread and you're just talking about all of the missteps of you know the organization from the top down. It's like oh shit yeah you you're, this is you've been bottling this up for a while man. This yeah. Is a, but and that, he's right. My comparison like I've just finished that book about um, Jeff Lunau and the the Astros and it was like John Mazalak is the guy who stole the smart kids homework but doesn't know how to explain it to the teacher. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, cause Jeff, he's kind of Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said it like Jeff set up everything and like was the one who definitely started the, the Cardinals of like being a great drafting organization. Um, but Mozeliak was the more, you know, the better choice, the better, like as far as like a face and a, um, he had a baseball background and, like, just seemed like the more natural choice to be the, the GM. Um, but, like, Lunau was the one who did a lot of a lot of the work that got the Cardinals, like, where they were a decade ago. So it's just, yeah. Sure. I don't That's know. It's interesting. I mean, um, Mazalok, like, here's the thing, is we've seen kind of, like, every element of him in his career as a GM. When you think about, he starts after Jockety, right? Kind of goes through an initial rebuild. Within a matter of, what, three years, if maybe two years, you know, the team is very competitive, very young, and, you know, on their way to a World Series victory. They have a deep team, and they have the deepest farm system in baseball. And, obviously, you can give a lot of credit to... The, um, yeah, like who you were just talking about, you know. But yeah, but all those front office guys. And if you're thinking of it, because it was 2013, those players were already in development three or four years prior. Like it was kind of the previous regime that like that set up that 2013 success, you know. Um, yeah. Or 2011, even. I mean, because what Mizalok took over in 2008. Right? Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. But that's just. Um, but I'm going off of like. The uh, like pools in 2011. Like that team oh, was sure. already yeah, yeah, set yeah, up yeah. and yeah. Um, um, dead time. Uh, <laughs> but I I think my thing with Mo is that okay we've seen him there, we've seen him. Okay, we've seen really good pitching teams. 2015, I think. Great. I mean, like. Incredible starting rotation. Super consistent. Um, any guy one through three could be considered your ace. I mean, John Lackey was a monster for us that year. Um, and then you see, okay, not a ton of offense. Then you see a shit – I mean, we've seen a shit ton of offense. Terrible pitching. That's kind of what we're – a little bit of what we're in right now, but yeah. we're definitely where we've been in years past. And, and you've just kind of seen, like, the one kind of – steadying force throughout this whole time has always been that, you know, hey, they're at least going to be competitive in the division, if not win the division. 
And what happens after that? Well, anything can happen in October, folks. Um, but uh, I think when you, I mean, we've harped on this a ton. I mean, when you get into that mindset of winning the divisions enough, well, you get into a season like this where you don't feel like you need to capitalize or go, I mean, really go in for the kill. Like these fucking half measures we take, you know. We're not going to cough up Lars Newtbar in the offseason for Sean Murphy. Well, Sean Murphy's hit fucking 17 home runs, signed a very team-friendly deal, and the Athletics got hardly anything from them. Yeah. you know, And plays a great defensive catcher as well yeah. as playing out of his mind offensively this year. Um, I mean, and, and and this year might be an outlier. I mean, our our ballpark isn't super hitter-friendly. I mean, I would argue Atlanta's field is much more hitter-friendly than ours. I mean, shit. Uh, weather alone helps in the early part and the later part of the season on that front. Um, but... I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's and, and I don't want to say that Wilson Contreras is a half measure, but in a way, he only cost us money and a second-round draft pick, whereas, you know, we're giving up someone like Lars Newtbar, who became a fan favorite and, you know, is making strides that were popular, you know, in the World Baseball Classic. Like, I get, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a tough ask. I mean, but it's fucking Sean Murphy. It's a guy with the high baseball IQ, and I always say, it's like, he's he's a guy, is if you could have a catcher who's Paul Goldschmidt. If you could have a Paul Goldschmidt type at catcher, that's Sean Murphy. Yeah. Um, and, I and, don't know. And he also just seemed like a Cardinals player. Like, if you're gonna be like, what is, who is a Cardinals player? Yeah. Sean Murphy, like, defensive first, if the bat's there, great, like, he'll have a fine bat, but he'll be be a better defensive player and it just so happened that this year he's having the best offensive year of the season i don't know if he's going to always have that but um, yeah i mean it, this year could be it could be an outlier i mean we shouldn't totally disregard you know, the Contreras deal we've had half a season with the guy yeah and a four-year deal right four years is what he got i think yeah uh, was it a fifth a fifth option or is it maybe but yeah, I, I I knew it wasn't three. I knew it was more than three, so it's got to be around that. Yeah. Um, but we, we shouldn't look past Wilson. I mean, he is a proven hitter. He's gonna, you know, he's obviously he's been streaky. He's also adjusting to a new ballpark. Whereas, you know, playing half your season at Wrigley Field, you know, if the wind's blowing, you can fucking hit a can of corn and it's going on the street, you know, in Wrigleyville. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess my point is, is I shouldn't jump to conclusions. It's easy to do that. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but you ju- you just knew that um, I Murphy was the bigger get in the offseason than I think Contreras was. I but sorry, I, Nick. I think it comes also with the like we're seeing Adolis Garcia, Randy Rosarina, Zach Gallen, Sandy Alcantara. And maybe that the the like go on to have great careers or they've been great since they left the Cardinals organization, and like maybe the front office was gun shy to give up on players, but maybe that gun shyness because we've seen O'Neill Carlson kind of be mediocre. You know they've had some great seasons, but or they've been flashes of greatness. But like maybe that like going back to Mo not being good at his job. Maybe him being gun shy to not get rid of those prospects to get a Sean Murphy is part of the, like the right. the you know proof that you know he's not he's not good at his job anymore. Like he's he whiffed on those prospects, but he also didn't know to sell, when to sell on these prospects. You know, um, not saying that O'Neill would have got Sean Murphy back, but some combination of yeah, not our top. Gorman and Walker could have got Sean Murphy, I think. Maybe uh, John Mazalock needs to find himself. Maybe he's in a funk. Maybe he needs he to, to get laid. Go. He needs to go out at night in the Grove and just get his dick sucked, you know? Is that what you're Dude, thinking? I think that. 
I mean, I was thinking psychedelic even. Like, like he needs to get some ayahuasca and see some demons, man. He needs to, he needs to have, you know, just Walt Jackety, Jackety, Jockety, just laughing in his fucking face maniacally for like several, like seven hours, just like you, ah ha 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 ha, you know, just that. Um, and I think seeing those demons might kind of get him out of his funk. Um, yeah. Just going on a, a, he needs to go down to Austin, Texas, hang out with Joe Rogan for a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, just do some psychedelics. Do some, shroom it up, you know? What a, let me, what, what did Tom call, he, he responded to something from Joe Rogan and he called him something funny. Um. <laughs> Oh, he called him a bombastic R word. Did you even bother to read this article? Joe, you bombastic R word. Did you even bother to read this article? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, incredible. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy, man. He always sounds like a uh, kind of Jamaican. I don't know. That's just like what I get from Joe Rogan. The way he says mon. Yeah, yeah, mon. I... <laughs> yeah, mon. It's crazy, yeah. mon. Yeah, mon. Yeah. There's just, there's just homeless people. Have you seen this? There's homeless people. There's just a bunch of homeless people. Yeah, mon. It's crazy, mon. Yeah. Also, let's like, here, let's, let's make fun of him a little bit more. I find it hilarious that the guy moved out of LA because he's afraid of homeless people to like the second homeless fucking capital of the country in Austin, Texas. Like, bro, if you don't want homeless people, go where it's cold like three quarters <laughs> of the year. You're not you're like you don't see them there. If that's if that that was his like whole thing was like the fucking taxes are too much here. Okay, move anywhere in the Midwest. Um yeah. if that's your big thing. Uh it's, Tennessee it's homeless people um yeah it's definitely not the city that you know made him his whole career gave him the whole opportunity to become who he is now yeah let's move to texas where it literally doesn't make much of a fucking difference in taxes because it all comes out in the wash a state like a state of those two sizes has to get their money from somewhere and chances are it's you know you're going to be paying about the same you know at the end of the day between everything sales tax wise right not a. Uh... Not personal tax, property tax, but is that what you're saying? I mean, yeah, whatever. Like, like if you put every tax dollar into one one bucket between the different tax rates for different things in comparison among the two states, you're probably close to paying almost the same. I mean, yeah. that, like, it's just a state has to fucking operate. People look at the state of Delaware and they're like, oh, how do... How do you operate without having a state sales tax? It's like, well, because they get you elsewhere. Like, they're... Yeah. You know. Texas is probably a little... You probably save a little bit of money being in Texas because, yeah, they don't have any state income tax. And you can probably, like, do some bullshit where you file out of state and out of state earnings and like ta tax havens like delaware or some other state or you know i just tax differently i don't know i just imagine they send the texas rangers to like the texas to just to rough up the pores you know that's how they get their tax yeah. money <laughs> just go downtown and like hey give me your lunch money is what they tell all the pores downtown like, they just <laughs> shake them down just chuck norris karate chopping Homeless people? God damn. Oh, bad. dude. I have a thing about Chuck Norris, actually. Do you watch, like, YouTube reels much or no. TikTok, whatever? No. No. Um, so, like, that's, like, something I do is, like, I, you know, I'll take a shit, and while I'm shitting, I watch those videos, right? And Wait, let me... Uh, go, go. I got another thing after. Go for it. Okay. So, there's this ad that's for some sort of like supplement or some you know it's or some sort of lifestyle system that's kind of you know you can it, it it's basically Chuck Norris's wife talking about how like like he's stronger and he recovers you know faster and he's able to keep up with the grandkids and tend to our ranch and he's 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 happier than he's ever been 
and it's like it's trying to be like a really like PG version of like, dude, he's horny all the time. He's fucking plowing my puss like crazy. <laughs> like I might be seventy two years old, but I think I'm fucking pregnant. Like this is some biblical shit he's taking right now. Like it's it's been very weird because it doesn't like he doesn't even talk. I think he just smiles like he's a mute. And then she's just talking about how much energy her husband has. Hell well, yeah. It's, you know, B-real footage of him, like, lifting a fucking bale of hay. I don't know. So they made the Chuck Norris joke about, like, you know, from 20 years ago. Like, like the light, like Chuck Norris doesn't turn off, like, the I don't even know what a good Chuck Norris joke is right now. Um, it was basically like a Jakob Smirnoff joke about Russia, but it was like... You know what the guns? Yeah, like yeah. you know, Chuck Norris doesn't get choked out; he outs the choke. That's not even a good one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was just like a, a right. like a very there was like a template of Chuck Norris jokes that people would say. And um, I used to have a shirt that was like the many faces of Chuck Norris, and it was one face. So, yeah, it was one face. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I was in seventh grade. Give me a break. Um, also, it came from Target, so... Hell yeah, dude. You know. Yeah, and it was made by a demon, pansexual, gender, queer, fluid, uh, you know... I feel so stupid right now. What was the fucking Chuck Norris? Like, what was the fucking template? There was a joke... Do you know what I'm talking about, Josh? Um, kind of like Chuck Norris can walk through a... Uh, Oh God! What are those doors called? Um, walk through it, a, like a rotating door. He or, can, yeah, he can walk through a rotating door backwards or s- some shit like that. Or Chuck Norris can. Let's just look up some Chuck Norris jokes, man. Let's, uh, they weren't great. Like it was always this like is what the people want. They want us to do that. Anyway, going okay. You're talking about the YouTube clips and reels, and I was telling you how much of a boomer I am now. And I was trying to watch the new Napoleon trailer on my YouTube app, okay. but it was vertical, and my boomer ass, like it was like it was like a Instagram reel or something. And I was like, I just want to watch it. I want to watch it. <laughs> I want to watch it normal. <laughs> I want to watch it horizontal, like a trailer. And I was just like, I was like flipping out on my phone because it was making me watch it like it was like a TikTok video. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. And I got really mad at my phone. <laughs> On YouTube, I was like, you're the YouTube app. You're not supposed to do this. And I was I was getting mad. Mm. Oh, sorry. My computer made poor people noise. Um, it wants to restart outside of active hours. Well, Dell, you can eat my ass. Um, here's a Chuck Norris joke. Um. Chuck Norris has been to Mars. That's why there are no signs of life. Like, oh, so Chuck Norris is a genocidal maniac and killed an entire species of um, intelligent life. Yeah, wow, that's great. Um, Really cool guy. Uh, Wait, okay. Time waits for no man unless that man is Chuck Norris. (laughs) Chuck Norris built the hospital he was born in. Um, oh, cool. Child labor. Awesome. Um, <laughs> death once had a near Chuck Norris experience. These. Oh, God. Look at, look at, listen to this selfish fucking prick. Chuck Norris's tears cure cancer. Too bad he has never cried. Like, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> Actually, uh, let's see here. When uh, Chuck Norris attends a feminist rally, he comes back with his shirt ironed and a sandwich. <laughs> wow. Whoa, uh, buddy. Yeah. Okay, I found a really scary picture of Chuck Norris. Um, let's see. Scared. When the boogeyman goes to sleep every night, he checks his closet for Chuck Norris. That's fucking weird, dude. You should not be... In- people's private domicile yeah man you know that's that's Uh, creeper behavior you know that's cringe why did we think why did we think chuck norris is cool like his only cool thing the only thing i've ever actually watched him in was dodgeball at the very end when he was a judge and he gave a thumbs up um you grew up only time i ever gave a shit but you grew up in southern missouri like my grandma watched 
Wonka Texas Ranger. I never I, watched it. Like it existed. Reruns were on the TV, but I never watched it. It just seemed corny. Yeah, I mean, I watched it with like my grandparents. That was it, and that's how I knew of Walker what's Texas the, Ranger. What's the show with like the old man who's oh Matlock? I used to watch Matlock. Yeah, so. watch Matlock too. That was yeah. a, that was a solid one. Matlock. Or in the heat of the night. Did you ever watch in the heat of the night? That was another show. No. That was another like blah show with an old man. Mm. I watched a lot of Boy Meets World. Um, well, yeah, 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 in my own bedroom. Why? Yeah, jerking off. Jerking to off to Topanga. Yeah. yeah, or Angela. <laughs> Angela was hot. Dude, Angela. No one talks about how hot Angela was. Angela wasn't bad looking, but also she just she she seemed like the one who definitely had the most like mentally deranged characteristics on the show. Because didn't she have, like, daddy issues or something? Like, I remember there was a scene where she, like, was, like, crying, and they were both comforting her, Eric and other-looking Eric guy. <laughs> um, I don't remember that one as much. It was, it, was, it was when they lived together. Gotcha. I remember an episode where, like, Corey and Topanga move into, like, the marriage apartments, the, like, married people's dorm rooms. Oh, Do you remember man. this? And it was like, yeah, like it was like it was so spooky, and there was like food still stuck from the walls, and like Corey had a moment where he like realizes somebody threw a plate at the wall, and that's like because they were mad at their wife, and they like, and that's why the food was stuck to the wall. Like I don't know, I could be mixing two shows together, but there was that like that sounds a, familiar. It was like was, a very yellow apartment, wasn't it? Yeah, like, and they, they're yeah. like, let's read, let's. Let's not live in these people's fucking tragedy. Let's paint it up and I, like fix the episode. They end up fixing up the apartment and making it look very nice. Was like the. Yeah. <laughs> but Corey was basically yeah, like, "Am I gonna be? Am I gonna be a husband who gets mad at dinner and throws it at the wall?" Like that was the. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, my. Uh, I, I think I've talked about it on here before, but one of my favorite ones in hindsight is just. When uh, Topanga is, like, sexually harassed when she's in college by Corey's, like, twin, but the guy who has a mole who looks like Corey, like, the actor. Oh, yeah. And then it was, like, this whole thing about, like, how the teacher was, like, making a good case, and it took, like, some, like, very, like, vague interpretation of this other thing to be like, you know what, you you are a bad teacher, and you definitely probably sexually harassed her, but we're not getting you for that, young man. Um, we're getting you because you were kind of creepy with this other thing. And, um, Corey, you're in trouble for punching the guy, but you're gonna, it's okay because you, time served. Like, it was was bizarre. Um, I think that was his, his real life brother played that character, Fred Savage. Oh, God. Yeah, I think. Oh, shit. I think that was a Ben and Fred, uh, crossover episode. That shouldn't be allowed. That it, it's it's not good. Um, I didn't know that was his brother. Holy shit! Yeah, because his brother was in the Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah. Um, oh lord! Fuck! What, what were we? Show. We were talking about baseball, and then we got to here. Yeah, and that's that's beautiful. Chuck Norris, Boy Meets World. Yeah, you know what are you gonna do? Uh, oh, the the draft happened. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, we got some new players. We can I can or just my my first from. thought. We are not confident in the outfield or the pitching we have because it seems like all we drafted were outfielders and pitchers. So I'm just yeah. that seems to be the move we made. Um, and pitchers yeah. who strike people out at a decent clip um, or have like good stuff because. They understand that we don't have anyone like that at the major league level, which is cool, but it's not going to help us for, you know, three seasons when we could have an entirely different group in our bullpen or starting rotation. But, hey, we're making decisions to, you know, for tomorrow like it's going to be today. Um, so that's awesome. But Yeah, and watch three years from now. It's like we need pitch to contact. That's yeah. the game now. We need pitch to contact. <laughs> 
All the the Astros, all their pitchers pitch to contact. What are we doing here? You just got to have a good infield defense yeah. behind you. And you just need a guy who can, you know, his case per nine is like, you know, 0.5. Like, that's all you need. But his um, ground, roll, ground ball rate is 1,000. He just, it's, yeah. it's everything. <laughs> Seth Manus comes out of retirement, becomes like the greatest, <laughs> like the greatest closer baseball has ever known. <laughs> uh, so. 100% of his balls go to the shortstop. It's just like. Yeah. No matter what, <laughs> gets hit to the shortstop. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. But, yeah, I like uh, – I feel like this isn't a bad draft. Randy Flores is one person in the uh, um, front office that I'm very proud of. Apologies. I was I – I loaded Twitter, and the first thing I saw was Nick saying, Sean Murphy struck out looking. Case closed. <laughs> In the All Star game, yeah, in the All Star game. Wow, wow. Yeah, he happens to be in the All Star game. I don't know. That's just. I feel like intelligent it's... discourse is always Nick. He <laughs> um. <laughs> could win World Series MVP, and it's not even. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So we're looking at him. We got Quinn Matthews. I see. I don't. It's like the NFL draft for me. It's like I don't know any of these players. I didn't really pay attention to college baseball, but yeah, I think I, I feel like I know more about NBA draft because like there's like not as many players to pay attention to. Like you kind of know yeah. who's good, but and if they're a lotto pick, they're almost guaranteed to not spend any time in the G League. Like they're gonna be yeah. a contributor on the team, you know. But so, but. And like MLB, like fuck, like I I get nerdy about this stuff, but like I don't know anything about. Like I watched like a couple games of the College World Series. I don't know their names, the players' names, but like I don't I know. I know their numbers. I don't know their number. I don't oh, know. We got we got number nine from Stanford. <laughs> Great, sick. <laughs> he has a. <laughs> He's got a mean curveball and a lot of heart. <laughs> I bet he spends too much time on the computer. All them Stanford nerds always yeah. on the computer. I bet he's fucking chatting it up on AOL Instant Messenger all the time. Didn't we actually get a guy from Stanford? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, the guy who threw like 150 pitches or whatever in that yeah. game. Um, yeah. Next to uh, Zach Granke. He shows up to spring training. And he's missing his left arm, and they're like, where's your left arm? And they're like, oh, they're mailing it. I it fell off halfway through the trip. Uh, man, what if he shows up to spring, to spring training, and he's like, this isn't training, because I never stop. This is spring <laughs> playing, guys. Yeah, that's right. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> he just... You know, starts beaming everyone on the team while they're not looking. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Look alive. Yeah, like in the shower, swirling a bar yeah. of soap as fast as he can at someone, just trying to go for brain damage. Like, you know, I figure, I figure the less guys on the team, the you know, less competition I can crack the club. Because um, everyone knows if you uh, assault someone in spring training, it doesn't count legally. <laughs> uh. It's like <laughs> international waters. Spring training is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. I'm looking at our 11th round pick, and people. I saw some people were excited about this guy, but I think we need to stay away from the name Dakota. I think they. Oh, yeah. I think on name on name alone, we should not have drafted another Dakota. Um, yeah. No. Which is wild because there's not. I don't know too many people named Dakota, but we have two of them now, and. Huh. My uh, my sister actually used to date a guy named Dakota in high school. He, um, shout out to uh, Dakota from Sykeston. Um, big fan of the pod. Um, he, let's see, he became like my he became like my big brother um, for a while because um, he was at our house all the time. Mostly because he stayed over at our house because he came from a broken family. Uh, moved out of his parents' house like immediately after high school, and it just kind of worked like shitty factory jobs. And mm. then 
Um, of course, wanted to fuck my sister every night. Um, in a bedroom directly across the hallway from my parents, because, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, uh, Josh, when he was fucking your sister, this Dakota. Yeah. Did, did Could you tell, was he missing or hitting the spot? Because I feel you like... Know, if you're Dakota, you're probably missing. You're probably missing the spot, and mm, that's probably why oh. you're, uh, you're, you're. Does your sister still date him? No, she doesn't. Um, and you and know, I think that proof. tells us that uh, pitching the contact um, isn't isn't the way of the game these days. Yeah, like, we're not the Astros in a couple of years. So, um, it, the guy was the guy was fun, but he used to bring me uh, Choco Tacos because he worked at an ice cream plant in Sykeston. Hell yeah! Bring me fucking ice cream, and that was cool. Would he? Would he? You know, toss it to you and say, "You eat this taco while I go eat your sister's taco." Would he? Would he pull that line on you? One tonight, my boy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I hate myself. I hate myself, Josh. Keep going. Um, (laughs) No. Okay. The next name I saw on the, I, I when I saw this name. I was like, this is a Josh name. Um, Braden Jobert. That's a fun name that Cardinals oh, fans yeah. are going to love. And you're going to hate him because that's <laughs> Cardinals fans just love weird names. So Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I don't mind Braden Jobert. That's not, that's not fucking Lars Newt Bar. <laughs> like, that's not that level of what the fuck Jobert, is name. Jobert is a dumb name, though. We got, yeah, like, Jobert that, is a very dumb that's name. That's a fucking dumb uh, name. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, you know, whenever the Cardinals, you know, undoubtedly release him because he strikes out, you know, two hundred twenty-five times in a four hundred at-bat season, he's gonna, um, you know, I can see the, I, I, I can see the tweet or the uh, post in a uh, Blue Sky. Yeah, that's right. I'm on Blue Sky now, folks. Josh, um, tell us about Blue Sky, man. Yeah, um, I don't know really what I don't understand it. But, big fan of the pod, my number one patron, that's right, Bravo Delta, the man, um, sent me an invite code last night, and I'm kind of liking it. It's, it, it, you know, it's, it's cool to get on there and not just see um, people saying transphobic shit, um, you know. Nazis or being allowed to exist. Um, Elon Musk, I don't think is on it, or at least I haven't seen an account for him yet. Like it's, it's kind of incredible. Also, um, AOC is kind of a not a shit poster, she, but she, she's, she's, she's memeing that? more. She's yeah, she's tits like on memeing that? more. Not, oh. not tits, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, she's, um, she she's doing her thing, but. Anyways, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, this guy is going to strike out a lot. Um, but people are going to be posting like, oh, you lost your job, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Str- struggling college athlete who couldn't crack it next level uh, goes home penniless um, to a pregnant wife and a Toyota RAV4 payment he doesn't know how he's going to make. Um <laughs> Why is your why is it so bleak for for Jobert? <laughs> Jobert can make it. Jo, is I mean, it Jobert or Jobert? Jobert, 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 whatever, whatever. I like Jobert. Jobert sounds dumber than Jobert. Jobert sounds like a real name. Yeah. Let's see. Um, who is that one guy that was like? I have no idea how to say his name. Uh, the from the eighth round. Um, another Henderson. Ixan? Ixan? Ixan Henderson? I think it's Ixan. Ixan? Ixan. Ixan. Or, or is like the X silent and it's actually Ian Henderson? Like, is it some stupid shit like that? I thought it was a typo the first time I saw it and then I saw it repeatedly and I was like, nope, this is the name. Yeah. You know, there's not a, there's just not You're not gonna make it, buddy. The name alone, you're done. Sorry, calling it now. That fucking clubhouse guy who's like sewing the jerseys is gonna be like, Come on, man! Like, like I don't even have an X. Who has an X in their last name? No, no one has X's. No one. Who are you, Jimi Hendrix? Uh. What? Uh. I don't know. And then that this uh, Jason Savakul. Um, Gabagool Savakul, you know? Yeah. Um. Let's see. 
Fortif- uh, also, we're we're looking at a list put together by uh, Blake Newberry. Blake is great on Twitter. He's a good follow for stuff about prospects. Um, he's he's like Kyle Reese with you know analysis um, out the wazoo. Um, he's 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 a good guy, um, and I think he writes for Birds on the Black, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe Viva Albertos. Um, but yeah, he's good. You should give him a follow. Bt underscore Newberry. Uh, but the dude, what did he have to say about old um, Gabagool, Jason Savakul? What what um, round was he in? I'm sorry, I'm trying to. Uh, six sixth round. Sixth uh, round. Four to five pitch arsenal sliders, the best pitch, good changeup too, decent curveball. Um, can't have a hump, so that means he probably you know hangs quite a bit of curves. Um, and then below average fastball. So that's a guy. Um, I don't know what you do with because. Um, it's hard to put someone in a in the bullpen who doesn't have a good fastball or in you know fastball sliders kind of the go to for most bullpen guys. Yeah. Um, but hey, who knows what happens? Maybe we develop him into the next uh, uh, Shohei Otani. That's right. He's going to be a two way player. Um, I see big things for Jason Savakul. Yeah. Um, I can't say his name. So, um. Yeah, I'm looking at, I love this name, Jacob Ottle, 14th round. 14. Fastball touches 99 with a ton of ride and spin. Low 90s cutter. Low 80s curveball with tons of whiff. He had a 19.58K per nine. But this is in, Damn. This is in Juco. So... Don't matter. Those I'm gonna, boys got just as much heart as any D1 athlete does. Hell yeah, I just couldn't read. That's the only reason yeah. I was down here. I just can't read at all. And here's the thing. It might even be a harder level of baseball to play there because it's a lot more difficult to say N-A-I-A than N-C-A-A <laughs> if you if you catch my drift, brother. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, he looks good, though. I'm calling it now. I think he is also going to be the next Shoei Otani. So yeah. I, yeah, True. I, not nothing that's gonna stop him from doing it. So, mm-hmm. Jacob Ottle, next Shohei Otani, we got him. Yeah, we got him, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Um, let's see this uh, this guy in the sixteenth round, Tyler Bratt. I think that's how you maybe say his name. Sixteenth round. Um, Okay. Yeah, I, ju- I just like what uh, Blake says here. Upside play, poor college results, misses bats, athletic, mid-90s heater with ride. Um, so, yeah, he he seems like a guy that, uh, I don't know, he might get to double A. Yeah, and you're right, I think. Is pitching for the Savannah Bananas, so yeah. that's cool. And you know what else I think? What? I think it might be the next Shohei Otani. I think we got <laughs> He might be three Shohei Otanis, dude. <laughs> like, we got another one. So, you know, three for three right now. Yeah. Now, 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 now what do you think of our 19th round pick? 19th I'm going to say this doesn't sound like a – this sounds like an auto-generated name. Grayson Tarlow. Grayson. <laughs> Grayson. Grayson Tarlow. Grayson. Mr. Tarlow. Grayson, come on now. Get in here now. The supper's getting cold, Grayson. <laughs> Grayson. Grayson, come on now. Your mama been cooking all day, Grayson. <laughs> Grayson, get on in here. Grayson, put the get that beans, fish out of your mouth, Grayson. Grayson. Ham and beans. Um, yeah, he looks interesting. Strong approach. Uh, good bat to ball skills. More Ks but, uh, than walks. You don't like that. Is that some pop? Yeah, I think we got the next Shohei Otani with this guy. <laughs> You know, I can do you one better than Shohei Otani, and that's the comp for our first round pick of Chase Davis. Um, you look at you look at him, and you think that's that's the next Carlos Gonzalez. And I'm do actually I'm doing a weird thing with my voice where I sound like I'm being sarcastic, but that actually is a comp that I've seen for him. Is yeah, I've seen that that uh, same comp. But uh, yeah, he doesn't seem like like a bad you know first round pick. We're going you know. I'm surprised we're going so college heavy, but I respect it. I mean, get, take a little bit. Of, you know, if you have that much, 
or that little faith in your development system. What you know, pick some guys who have yeah already kind of been cooking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like Chase like, Davis. I like I everything I read about him seemed great. I just it just to me it really shows that I think we still don't have faith in any of the outfielders. Yeah, that either are coming or. Because, like, I feel like, la- was it last year or the year before that we got Joshua Baez? That and was everybody, years ago. And everybody was really excited about him, but I was looking up him, and he's not even, I think he's, like, he might be 10th ranked in our prospect. Like, he hasn't really, not a lot of steam behind him, I guess. So Yeah, I mean, he's he's had, I think, so, a couple gnarly, like, injuries. But, you know, it doesn't bode well when it's a early round pick and everyone's like, oh, he's got real fucking power. This might be a kid who, you know, why it might take four or five years for him to make it to the big league club, but he's so young, he'll still be 24 or whatever, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I, like, I genuinely like, uh, you know, I, I think my favorite pick is Quinn Matthews. I just like that guy, this the Stanford kid. I can't talking up about it he's a lefty too that's nice um his hat looks like it's too big for his head so you know he's gonna be like zach grinky um maybe maybe less mean to fans than grinky hopefully um yeah i think that's my favorite like value pick he wasn't a a k per nine guy right he's our no he's our traditional pitch to contact kind of guy yeah, I don't think he's got a great fastball yet. Um, I think that's what Blake said here. Velo boost yeah. would help. Um, but then again, I mean, in this game, the man fans 16. So, I mean, that's a small sample, but still. I think I'm going to start showing up to every minor league game to all these pitchers who throw low 90s and we'll be like, hey, pull them back into an alley and I'll be like, hey. Have y'all tried steroids? And I'm gonna start <laughs> open up my trench coat and be like, eh, 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 and just try to try to sell because I want I want a hundred and three. I don't know. I want some guy. I just that's what I want. And we got that's one of those want. guys, right? Yeah, you want throwing gas. I want gas, gas, grass, or ass. You know, that's what that's what I want. Exactly. Oh, you know what you could do? You could, you could show up at games, and you could do the reverse court corner. You could be a rep from Kroger and be like, you know what? I think you've got great back wood potential. <laughs> well, what I'm seeing when, when, when you're sitting 92 out there, you could easily be, you know, top tier back, you know, in the loading yeah. dock. You could be, I mean, really, I think you'd be up front. I think, I think you're front of house material. Yeah. And I think you could scan. Yeah. What do you think? Just let me know. Um, you look like you you could be a schnooks guy. You're a schnooks yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, you might even be Deerberg's material. We don't know. We don't know. Now, nah, Deerberg's reserved for those those top prospects who yeah. touched 103 but flamed out. You know, got mm-hmm. that that yeah. Tommy John that they put their arm on backwards accidentally. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Deerberg's requires a certain level of of athletics that only like a Delvin Perez can really uh, match. You know. Yeah. Um, so, and hey, take it from me. First round draft pick out of high school, Pete Cosma. Here. Uh, <laughs> I had 40 home runs my senior year and never hit one ever again. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, What's the draft, the draft happened. Um, there's one other guy I kind of liked. Oh, find him. oh um, fellow member of the Tried. Uh, Zach Levinson. Um, I assume he's Jewish, and I think he'll fit in well. Um, yeah, Miami Hurricane player. Another former Cardinal who he's came from Miami. Fourth rounder? Uh, fifth round. But fifth round. Yeah, our fourth round, since we didn't have a second round. So yeah. our fourth pick. Um, but yeah. Um, can, you, can you name any other players that went to Miami? Oh... Ryan. Ryan from Connecticut. Are there any other players of ours that went to Miami? Yeah, that we drafted, played for the Cardinals, went to Miami. 
Bader went to Florida. Um, he did. Yep. A hurricane. See, again, this is going back to, I don't know fuck about their college shit. I only remember this because I bought the draft guide at a Cardinal game this, like, that season, and it went through all, like, our, our picks and where they went to school. And, that, and I read that on the shitter for, like, an entire summer, just over and over again. And that was John Jay. John Jay was in my ah. Yeah. Fan of the pod. I mean, we say. Yeah. No, he listens all the yeah. time. What up, JJ? Yeah, what up, Jay? Um, so, yeah. Overall, I think Randy Flores is doing a good job. Um, I don't think he can be blamed for the woes of this team or organization. And realistically, no, I think... we have a pretty good farm system still. It's not like it's tapped. I mean, no, I think the, the proof is, you know, Gorman and Walker. Like, hey. Because what, Flores took over in 2018, right? I think is when. Uh, something like that, yeah. So, yeah. You can't really fault 2020 when there's just been some good runs. But it's just pitching. I'm just so worried about us developing pitchers. We can't do it. It's, yeah. When's the last great pitcher that we developed and or acquired? Miklas? Or Miklas? Is that... Yeah, I mean... And he, like, not, yeah. He's not great, but he's... He would be a great number three. If he was like our... Like, if he was our Jeff Supon, we'd be, we'd be fucking set. Yeah. And, 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 and that's that, that's what he should be. He. We shouldn't but, expect him to get the low, below three ERA, but because he's our ace right now, everybody expects him. Like, that's the yeah. expectation. Um... Yeah, we just haven't developed a pitcher in, and, like, sustainable. Like, Gallegos has been our only, like, sustainable pitcher, and he's had a rough year, but. Yeah. Like well, he's, Gallegos, yeah, we didn't even develop him. We got him from the Yanks, right? Yeah. Um, someone who I always thought, like, I, I never understood why he wasn't better because it seems like he had pretty good stuff, was Hennessy's. Like, I couldn't get why Cabrera was just, like, so fucking inconsistent. Because he always, to me, his stuff reminded me, um, like, where it slotted in, like, how I liked, you know, past bullpens on the team to be. It was, like, a Kevin Seegers type with better stuff. Like, he, like he'll get you out of jams more than Kevin will. Um and yeah, he'd never fucking developed into that. He's always been kind of shit. Yeah, so. he he has the arm and the fastball for it. Like a a lefty who throws upper nineties is fucking awesome. But he just can't. Yeah. He walks too much. That's his. Mm-hmm. That's his issue. He doesn't have any control. Just like I don't have any control with my diet. That's right. I'll be here all night, folks. I uh, yeah, I ate a salad today, so of course I came home and I ate an entire bowl of pudding. Uh, well, yeah. Josh is performing <laughs> at the Catskills this weekend. Uh, <laughs> he's following Schmidt Clarkenstein. Yeah. That's who he's going to be. <laughs> I, I, I tell my wife who makes dinner. Um, you know you're. You, you're feeding me pudding. Are you uh, trying to kill me? And she says, no. You're doing a pretty good job of that yourself, Tubby. Ha ha. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, and, my, and my wife is Tom, and he does verbally abuse me. Um, and, you know, I watch Roadhouse because Patrick Swayze says pain don't hurt. Um, and I've written Roadhouse 2, the musical, and written that song. But uh, <laughs> it's, I'm not sure it's advice I can live by. It's really, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm very fragile these days. So, But how are you doing, Ryan? I know you had something happen that, you know, you were taekwondoing it up or, you know, chopping, uh, chopping people in half. Yeah. I, right? No, I, uh, we were making fun of, I... I do jujitsu. It's just a way to try to, you know, fight off the fat. And um, it's a very, very uh, gay sport. I don't know if you guys, but like, it's a lot of very men on men action. Mm. And uh, 
I said a really gay thing this week. I, um, not in the bed, like, you know, uh, but I, we were practicing a move where you had to, like, trap a foot by just, like, sitting on the foot. And, like, you were supposed to trap somebody's foot, like, on their body by sitting on it. Okay. And I kept reminding my partner, like, he wasn't doing the move correctly. And I kept being like, yeah, man, you just got to, you know, trap the foot by, you know, sitting down. And while this guy was smashing me, um, like, putting all his weight onto me, and we were just sweating on each other, I just moaned out, just sit on it, bro! <laughs> and uh, we both, like, we both stopped and just laughed together, because, like, it it was, uh, it was, it was fun. Good times. Good times with that. I mean, um, you're, you're wrestling, man. Wrestling it up. You know? Um... Now I have a question in a uh, jujitsu. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, would a person like me be good at jujitsu? Think of my glasses and what I what, and what me and you kind of represent. Um, I would. Would we be good at it? I would say all my experience, like all shapes and bodies, like find their. It's kind of a, a sport that like you can find your fit in it. Like, there's guys that are your size that are also doing it. And, like, you'll do all together because you guys are all doing like, the same experience. Like, it's kind of like the, the the sport adjusts to, like, who you are, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, it's, so it's a little bit like wrestling is, right? Like, yeah. You, know, you kind of you have a weight class, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey, you like might, You might weigh... 290 but so does the guy you're fighting and you're equally as fast as one another exactly yeah okay and like especially skill level too so if you're just starting out you're gonna go against guys that are also just starting out and that are also as big as you so it's just so you you don't play by prison rules you're not like i want to take on the biggest baddest best guy in here day one i gotta i gotta see what i got what are my chops to where you know how to place me? They just go by something as arbitrary as like body mass index or weight or skill. Yeah, level. we I we mean, all line up before each class and we get on a scale and he says, "Fatty's over here." And uh <laughs> and he just throws out a bunch of fucking like chum on one side of the mat and all the fatties just we slop up the chum while the rest of the guys uh like practice and stuff. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just, he's just like, I just like to keep you fat. And he like shakes, he just shakes our bellies and we all giggle and we just go, ha, 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 ha. we're just happy uh, to be here. And Is um, your instructor by chance a uh, Dr. Sans? Does he uh, <laughs> grab your belly and he say, you have a big belly. Have you thought about jujitsu? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much yeah. the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's really cool. Um, you know, I think I think you should get good enough in your career that you can j- go on the uh, Joe Rogan experience. And um, and then fight him, right? That's Yeah. <laughs> I want to get, yeah. I want to like, you know, subvert it. And they'll be like, oh my God, this guy is great. And then I go on there and I just choke him out. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, this is the experience. And then I like, I break the mic. <laughs> yeah. You should just, yeah, or, oh, uh, you could just do, like, the Eric Andre show where you show up at his studio and you're like, hey, Joe, and then you just get a crazy look in your eye and you just decide to destroy his entire <laughs> studio. And be like, this will put you out for, like, two days. <laughs> and then you, like, torpedo fucking your entire body into, like, a, the Fuddrucker sign behind him or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, like, <laughs> um... Yeah. I just like I just imagined like shattering everything in there, and I was like, "All you twenty-four-year-old boys, you're all free now. You're free. You're free." <laughs> and they did like a bunch of twenty-four-year-old boys just like waking up and being like, "Maybe I should eat something more than meat." And then like just like a bunch of like people like coming out of their matrix cocoons that that are yeah. their Joe Rogan podcasts. <laughs> oh fuck. God. I I was taking 5-HTP and doing DMT at the same time. Oh, my God. Uh, Lion's Mane coffee isn't a real thing? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. 
That's the sad thing. Is like a lot of comedians I like are besties with him, and it's like, uh, Tom, Tom, do you actually talk to him? Do you look at him in this like positive light? Tom, Tom Segura, that is. You know, yeah. That's, that's a we. That's what you know. Real friends of Tom Segura call him. They call him Tom. Mm -hmm. His name. Oh, like we all call him. You know, Adam and Nick. My best friends, Adam and Nick. You know. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Adam and Nick, big big fans of the pod. Um, which reminds me, we got to get to our Patreon people in a minute. But yeah, we just, you know, Tom Segura. Like, why? What are you? What are you like? Like, you're a smart enough guy. You know, you know this guy looks like a fucking chimp um, on steroids who is a burn victim and is, you know. Yeah. Why? Why are you listening to him? Um, you need fiber in your diet, dude. You're going to get diverticulitis. Believe me, I know. You, you can't just eat meat. It doesn't work. You will be hospitalized. <laughs> like, Yeah, Jordan like, Peterson literally was hospitalized because all he did was eat meat. Like, Well, and benzodiazepines, but that's another uh, thing. For another I thought he was eating the meat to get off the benzodiazepine. Like that Oh, wasn't that, was he? I thought that was, he was like, I'm going to go full carnivore See, to get off all the all the i, I imagine he'd put like a bunch of xanax into like a uh a salt grinder like a sea salt grinder and just kind of took his steak and that's what he made his like uh rub out of he would just kind of sprinkle some zanny onto his <laughs> boiled meat and <laughs> that's 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 what he did it's, it's good it's good the meat the yeah. meat <laughs> yeah um I feel like we I can't do impressions, but I also feel like Jordan Peterson and Tim Kirkjian are very close as oh, like an I impression. It's on like the same, like the same uh, spectrum of like. I put I put benzodiazepines on my on my venison steak that Joe Rogan gave me. Oh, and this just in, according to a uh, Buster Olney. Uh, it, it, it looks like uh, Nolan Arenado is being uh, talked about in uh, a yeah. trade discussion. <laughs> what we thought was unthinkable is, uh, this this is Biden's America. <laughs> Tim, Tim Kirchner and e Elon Musk are now the same person. Um, yeah. yeah, that's my impression. It's not good. Um, this is all just us saying that, you know, we... We miss our podcast uh, co-hosts. You know, this was a fun Elaine and Kramer episode. I think we're getting. I think me and you are getting better at this. Yeah, we, I think this is a good episode. If people don't yeah. think it's a good episode, then fuck them. You know, just yeah, fuck, fuck you, fuck you, and that yeah. brings us to our Patreon. Um, yeah, let's get the list. Names out there. The list. Um, and I'm just saying, if you rank people a certain way, it does pay dividends. So. Keep that in mind, Ryan. Who, uh... I don't have the fucking list. You have the list. Oh, oh shit. That's right. Um, okay. In no particular order, um, want to shout out our patrons. We appreciate you guys, uh, you know, giving us a little bit of money for doing this. You know, it's, it's very nice. Um, and hopefully, if Tom, you know, doesn't decide to start buying people like, you know, Corvettes, it's, you know, from t-shirts here soon, um... We'll actually be able to get, like, some better mics and do some, maybe get some cameras, do, like, a video element. So, like, the more you invest now, the better. We can maybe make this something fucking cool. We'll show our uh, dicks on camera. It'll be fun. We'll show our dicks on camera. Oh, I, I actually got to show my doctor a dick on my dick on Thursday. So that's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to have to be like, yep, I, uh, I, I grow, I don't show, and I don't respect you enough to uh, shave beforehand. So... Have have fun in the weeds, dig. my friend. Um, <laughs> dig it out. You dig it out. You dig it out. That's what I'd say to him. <laughs> just, just imagine like a corkscrew motion. Like he's doing like he's doing like the Ted Cruz hook with his finger, like he's making a point in a speech, and he's just like corkscrewing around in my junk to you know, see if he can wrangle a dick. So um Anyways, Patreon people, in no particular order. Uh, shout out to Alex. Hell yeah. Shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Alex again. Shout out to my boy, 
Okay. Bravo. You know who you are. Um, shout out to James. Big fan. Shout out to Jeff. And shout out to your new favorite, Ryan. You told me before the pod started. Oh, this yeah. person was your new favorite. Uh, I'm going to do a drum roll. Cran. Cran the man. Cran. Cran, we, we love you. We don't know you. if you're a man, Cran, but um, we respect whatever pronouns you choose. Um, yeah, you should give us a last name or something. Um, or don't. I, We're not the government. Keep that to yeah. yourself, man. Actually, you might have. We don't have access to the Patreon because Tom gatekeeps the fuck out of everything. Um, so maybe you have responded and we welcomed you and you're like... Yo, my name's Cran. I fuck chicks, and um, I, I, I just fucking mainline Monster Energy drinks, and that's the kind of guy or gal that we want on this pod. Um, so yeah, shout out to Cran, um, newcomer among the group. And do you want to rank them, or do you think that got too political last time? I mean, I think I was already getting. Uh, we'll do a ranking. What day is it? It is Tuesday, the 11th. Why don't we do a ranking at the end of the month? So get okay. your, get your, we're going to rank everybody yeah, get your probably. Get out, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to rank you, we're going to rank you guys either on the 26th yeah. or the 27th. So mm. get your. Get your pitches in. Why should you be number one? Huh? Also, and you know what? I judge, you know, you guys actually should be sending us pictures of yourself. I judge people by their character a lot of times by their teeth, uh, which means, yeah, that's right. I'm going to rank you in the mouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, get out your checkbooks and, uh, yeah, give us some money. Tell your friends. Yeah. Ask, you know. Tell people about our podcast. You want your friends to be ranked. Let them know. We're gonna rank yeah. we're gonna rank some random people. Huh? Yeah. yeah. It'll just be a nothing but a rankings episode. We won't talk yeah. about baseball. We'll be like, what is the best little Debbie uh, snack? Start give me your top five. Yeah. Um, well start tweeting at us your stats. Like how many monsters do you crush in a day? How yeah. many chicken wings can you eat in a sitting? Um What's your favorite Boneless Van Damme movie? You know, just give us yeah. the stats, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that um, we we should probably call it. Um, who are yeah. we fucking tonight, Ryan? Um, fuck the All Star Game. I don't give a fuck yeah. about the All Star Game. Oh, we didn't even talk about the home run derby. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero was awesome. Pete Alonso got out in the first round. Um, Adley Rushman is fucking cool as shit, even though he got out in the first round. Um, and our two guys who used to be on the team, um, Randy Arizona and uh, Adoles- Adonis Garcia. Yeah, Adonis. Ooh, Adonis Creed Garcia. Um, yeah, they performed well. They hit like twenty plus dingers in the first round. Um, fuck so, the f- and then fuck the front office decision making. You know that's also yeah, we're gonna fuck, fuck tonight. Yeah, fuck fuck John Mazalock. Fuck Bill DeWitt, um, and yeah, fuck anyone who uh, sees otherwise. We're closing ourselves off to the outside of it.